a mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Morning, everyone. Welcome to the uh, mile rate. Uh, Rob Orber's having the morning off uh, this morning, so uh, enjoy your sleep in, Rob. Uh, what a night at Tabcorp Park, Melton last night. It was one of the best and certainly one of the most enjoyable harness racing meetings that I've come across in my time. So we're going to relive what was a remarkable program. Emma Stewart trained six winners, four of them at Group 1 level. Kate Gath drove three winners. She'd never driven the winner of the two-year-old Breeders' Crown before, and she won both divisions, the Phillies and the Colts and Geldings. Chris Alford drove two Group 1 winners, both trotters, and they were both trained by Brent Lilly, so with a training double as well. Let's go back to the first race on the card. It was the Group 2 considered a match between Mac Dan and stablemate Honolulu Bay. And it's Mac Dan, two metres, Honolulu Bay went up three wide, got to second around Pacifico Dream, and then Jillaby Sylvester, who still travels up okay. Mac Dan in front on the turn. Honolulu Bay called on three metres away, then Jillaby Sylvester. It's Mac Dan finding two metres, Honolulu Bay still stretching out strongly. Mac Dan and Honolulu Bay, Honolulu Bay goes to Mac Dan. Wow, what a win this is. Honolulu Bay got the better of Mac Dan and drew away and won by two metres. A big effort. What a way to start the night. Honolulu Bay from Mac Dan, Jillaby Sylvester. Yeah, it was going to be um, it was going to be an interesting one. Um, you know, more so when Kate got in front of us early, and, and then she made the, her move. There was really nothing that uh, there was nothing that was going to come out in front of me to get a trail into it. So, um, you know, as it worked out, it was it was probably a blessing that nothing did. But uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a hard race to gauge up, especially after Kate pushed her early. This horse is building up an amazing record now. He's had 18 starts for 11 wins, has come back from a break with Emma Stewart, has won both races brilliantly and is heading absolutely to the top. He ran his last two quarters in 27.6 and then 27.1. Mile rate was 154. Wanted to get on one rain turning for home, but she was much too good in the home stretch to beat uh, Mac Dan, who was terrific. In defeat, Emma Stewart preparing the Quinella in the first. It was rather ominous for the night she had. She even trained the Quinella in the last. Race number two was the first of the Group One races, and this was for the three-year-old trotting Colts and Geldings. Off the back straight in 28.8 for the third quarter. Kiang Ninja goes for home. Elder Baron Zeus gets the run and comes through. Then came Parisian Artiste. The leader is Kiang Ninja from Elder Baron Zeus, who's getting close. Kiang Ninja and Elder Baron Zeus is coming through. They hit it together. Elder Baron Zeus. Elder Baron Zeus has got through on the inside and might have just won it from Kiang Ninja. Parisian Artiste about eight metres away third from either... It was just, you know, one of those things. Um, the way the race was run, he probably could have let him one. They went so slow. I was cursing a little bit after the first lap. But, um, you know, he did a good job to pick up the leader in a 27-5 quarter. Brent Lilly said, uh, Chris, that he really has deserved one of these sorts of victories. I mean, you've driven him in every one of his starts. He's never been further back than fifth. I mean, he is just such a consistent performer. That must have been a real thrill for you. Yeah, it was. He, he never seemed to have any luck in, in like the big ones last year, like the Redwood, the size stakes and, and races like that. So, uh, yeah, if any horse deserved to win, he won like all the heats but could never quite crack the final. But, um, you know, I'm sure Duncan and the crew and Lils will be very happy. Chris Alford there with the first of his two Group 1 wins of the night, as it was for trainer Brent Lilly. Elder Baron Zeus has now won 8 of 22, mile rated 158.7. 
closing quarters of 28.8 and 27.5. They didn't go that hard in the first half of the race. In fact, the first two-thirds of the race, but he was in the right spot. He's got a lot of speed. There was absolutely nothing in it. A cigarette paper on the line, and Elderbaron Zeus won it by the narrowest of margins in the second event. Race number three on the program, and this was the Group 1 two-year-old trotting fillies. Just a bit touchy, trained by Emma Stewart and Kate Gath with a drive. It was an enormous run in her heat at Maryborough. She was heavily supported, and what a powerful performance. A bit touchy, coming now though. Aldebaran Vera's trying to get off the pegs and then under some pressure, fourth was Paris K. Off the back straight in 30 seconds. It's the two favourites together and just a bit touchy, loomed up to hit the lead now. Just a bit touchy, went for home, drew past Tough Love and then Aldebaran Vera. But just a bit touchy, comes away. Just a bit touchy's opening up for a big win. Just a bit touchy beat Aldebaran Vera eight metres. In third spot, Tough Love, about 15 away fourth. Like she did have that gear malfunction at um, Maryborough, and like I got her away from two stands previous, so um, you know I was pretty confident that um, you know she, she'd trot. But uh, I guess it's in the back of your mind a little bit. But um, yeah, no, it was good. Just a bit touchy. She's uh, destined for some better things, even though it was a Group One win. That was only her sixth start and her third victory. Mile rated one fifty nine three. She closed off in twenty eight seven drawn outside of the back line. Elderberry and Vera was very brave. Tough love, terrific. Most consistent trotting filly. And Lindy's love at big odds, uh, running well into fourth spot. Elderberry and Misty didn't have a lot of luck. She got held up, dragged back, and she ran on well. But the winner is simply uh, a class act. Race number four on the program was for the two-year-old trotting Colts and Geldings. And uh, it was Plymouth Chubb who'd strung together... Ten consecutive victories. He got beaten on debut and has not been beaten since. He's a big horse. He's a real powerful unit. And he just dominated the Group 1 race four. Off the back straight in 29-7 for the third quarter. And Plymouth Chubb gets level now with Courage Stride and he's putting him to the sword. It's Plymouth Chubb coming around the home turn and he goes for home, the favourite. He opened up Plymouth Chubb but he wanted to duck in. He went left but he straightens up now and he's coming away. 11 straight wins on the trot. And tonight at Group 1 level, Plymouth Chubb does it in style. One at 10 metres to Courage Stride, third more wanted. Yeah, a little surprised and uh, uh-oh, but yeah. managed to get himself back in. What was, in he, was he just in, a, in the world of his own? Because he's, he seems like he's got a few tricks like he did there the other day at Maryborough. He mm-hmm. makes sure that he makes um, makes sure that you, you're concentrating. Yeah, yeah, I was, and I was really ready for him too because he seems really good sitting outside one and then gets a little bit lost when he hits the front and switches off a little. So I pulled the plugs and just as I reached down to pull the plugs, he yeah. went left. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no, but somehow I kept trotting, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> He wanted to hang in in the straight. It uh, got a bit hairy there just for a few strides, but I think he was just playing games. He is uh, a very powerful horse with an incredible record, uh, a great will to win and an outstanding amount of ability. Great to see a uh, win for Peter Manning. It's his next... Uh, well, he hasn't had a horse of that level for some time and it's it's hard to not 
remember uh, the great horse Night Pistol, the great trotter that he once had, and this horse is heading in the right direction. He's a two-year-old that has won 11 of his 12 starts. Mile rated 2 minutes, 0.4. He closed off in 28.9. They hadn't gone that hard in the run, but he was simply much too good. Courage stride, a most consistent two-year-old colt who's never missed a place in eight starts, and his stable mate, More Wanted, who's also from the Chris Lang stable, ran really well, holding on to third spot. Race five, the first leg of the quaddy, and the favourite was Catch a Wave. He's a quirky customer. He uh, had uh, put on a bit of a display coming out onto the track. He needed the guidance of the clerk of the course, who for two complete laps of his warm-up um, shaded, almost chaperoned him, the clerk of the course, with Catch a Wave. After he warmed up, he looked well, he settled nicely, he scored up nicely, and he put up one of the most dominant performances you would see in a two-year-old Breeders' Crown final. Then came brutally handsome interest free trying to pick up from He's Charlie's Angel. The door closed on He's a Son of a Gun, but it's Catch a Wave going for home. Off the back in 27.8. He got two metres on flash, Jimmy. They've raced away from interest free, but it's Catch a Wave opening right up now. He is the standout two year old and he's charging clear. What a big win! Catch a Wave has won by a space. Brutally handsome second. Third, Tim's a trooper. Flash Jimmy was terrific. Does that, and uh, when he did that in the warm-up, it's fair to say that I was like, yeah, got my got my work cut out, and uh, I thought, oh, I hope he hasn't had enough or something like that, because he, he never, he's never that bad. It's just sort of circling at the start, but um, he definitely hasn't had enough, and he went terrific. Obviously, you know, any win, Kate, means a lot um, to anyone. Any Group One win means a lot, but sort of when you're doing it with family, your partner, like it, it means a lot more and you said earlier that you hadn't won a two-year-old crown before, well now, you, yeah. now you've won two and I mean like this horse has such a big future. Doesn't he, you know, and I always said uh, when I'd won Breeders' Crowns it's sort of, you know, you always want, want more but I was like oh, I haven't really won one until I've won a two-year-old one and to win a two-year-old pacing one, um, that's, that's the ultimate for me and so... The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. The second of Kate Gath's two wins for the night, Catch a Wave, uh, recording a 156.3 mile rate, quarters of 30.6, 31, 27.8 and then 26.6. Outstanding performance, brutally handsome at big odds second. Tim's a trooper, was terrific running third, the Queenslander. And what a run from Flash Jimmy. Isn't he turning into a nice horse? He was fourth. The group one for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings was race number six. And it was Act Now, who's made it six wins in a row. This preparation has already taken out the Victoria Derby. And he was at the top of his game with Jody Quinlan. Back in behind them was Desi G and running up to about fifth was Naratak Prince. Off the back in 26.8. The leader is Act Now. Five metres, Yambuckians run a race. Better call me, might have something left to give. In the straight, it's Act Now in front. Yambuckian still coming. It's Act Now from Yambuckian with 100 to go, but Act Now finds. He finds like a top-class horse. And here's another group one for Act Now. He's another star. On Breeders' Crown Finals night, Act Now won it from. Yem Bucky and better call me rock and roll. Yeah, that's right, JC. He's just a, a good horse and he was on song tonight. He was a different horse in the warm up, but credit to Clayton and Emma. Um, Clayton just said he, you know, he's he's guaranteed me he was better this time around than last week. And um, Emma said they had a bit of a patchy lead up last week and he actually pulled a shoe in the run. So I think he was feeling that. That's probably why he wasn't as dominant, but 
in saying that, I just let him amble around last week and he did all he needed to. But tonight he was on his game and um, he was fast out and he just wanted to keep running. Now, now dominating in front, mile rating 155.3. The closing quarters, 26.8 for the third split and then 27.2. Running a last half mile in 54. They don't really go any quicker than that. His record is now 13 wins from 24 starts. He turns four in about another a month or so on the 1st of January. And he'll be taking on all the big one group one races. And he's right uh, up to uh, winning a, a Victoria Cup or maybe even a Hunter Cup. Yam Buckian was terrific running second with Andy and Kate Gath. And third went to better call me most consistent rock and roll do a terrific drive to get into fourth Michael Stanley. Race number seven amongst the night that had eight group ones. I think everyone had looked forward to this race the most. It was the clash of all the star three-year-old fillies. Would it be Beach Music, the New Zealand star Better Twist, perhaps Joanna, or her much-celebrated stablemate, Ladies in Red? Leader is Beach Music from Better Twist. Here's Ladies in Red. She joins in strongly. She went past the Kiwi filly. On the inside, Treachery. Joanna's running on and Tay-Tay from the back as well. But Ladies in Red loomed up to hit the lead off the back straight. Ladies in Red went to the front from Beach Music. Then came Better Twist. Joanna still runs on. Third quarter, 27.7. Ladies in Red went for home. Running on was Joanna. Tay-Tay from well back. But Ladies in Red is clear and cheered chair she is a superstar ladies in red what a win what a horse ladies in red beat joanna better twist what a run it was in defeat what yeah no she was joe she's um she's an amazing filly and um it's a um very very big privilege to be a part of you said it's a big privilege, but what does it actually mean for you? Like, you, you've obviously been able to experience this sort of accolade in, in training one in Lock and Bar Art, but to, to sort of sit behind and just appreciate a horse, what what does it sort of mean to you on a personal level? Yeah, it, it means a lot, Kirsten. You know, I've, um, like you said, I've been lucky enough to, to um, be associated with some really nice horses of recent times, and, um, and you know, she's just... Um, She's an amazing filly. It's an amazing feeling when you, when you become, you know, to be a part of a, a horse's, you know, racing career, um, like I have with her. And um, yeah, it's it's just an amazing, it's an amazing thing. And simply stunning. One of the uh, most outstanding performances you'll see. They ran a last mile in 152.7. The quarters were 28.8, 28.5, 27.7, closing quarter 27.6, and she just seemed to float over the last 100 metres. I think David Moran soaking up the atmosphere. It was an incredible performance, a memorable performance, in fact, an unforgettable performance. Joanna, fantastic, as she's been right through her career. Better Twist was just outstanding, did all the work and stuck on so bravely. And Tay-Tay came from the back and ran on well. They mile-rated 153.1. What a race. Race number eight was the Ride High two-year-old Phillies Group 1 final. Terrific drive from Kate Gath. She drew inside the back row on Incipher. 
coming into it. Fiyama strongly. Uh, then Amore Vita's coming into it. Held up with Sounds Perfect. Third quarter, 28.6. Around the turn they head. The leader is in Cypher. Amore Vita's coming with a run, though. Amore Vita moved up to in Cypher. In Cypher still kicks. It kicks strongly on the inside. It's in Cypher in front with Kate Gath. He's going to get another group one. In Cypher won it and beat Amore Vita. Sounds Perfect was something licked. It was charging home late over on the inside. It had no luck at all. Making ground from well back in the field was Rich Beauty. Ran on. That's right. Um, you've always got to have more than one plan because it's easy to think, oh, yeah, hopefully I'll be, you know, three fence. And, um, you know, that all changed very quickly. And then um, we had to look for look for a gap to, um, you know, get off. And I know how good she is and I love her. Like, seriously, she's had the toughest racing. And, you know, even tonight when she went around and... Um, she just was sort of off the bit and, and didn't have the speed, and so she was still sort of parked, you know. But um, it sort of worked out well in the end because, you know, she didn't have to burn up and, and find the top. And um, But full credit to her. Like, she's – like, I just – I love it a bit, you know. She's so tough, like I said. And imagine when she gets a good draw and yeah. finds the fence, what she'll do to them. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Kate did a terrific job manoeuvring from inside of the back row. Uh, very good filly. She was terrific doing a bit of work last start. Uh, and she was very brave winning this one. From Amore Vita, who looked a chance of running her down on the turn. Uh, third went to Sounds Perfect. It was most unlucky. She got dragged back before the turn, and then she flashed through to get into third spot. Emma Stewart had nine of the finalists in the race, and naturally she did train the winner. But on the home turn, it looked in jeopardy. Amore Vita, trained by Nathan Purden, got very close. Mile rate was 156. Closing quarters were 28.6 and 27.5. In cipher by Captain Treacherous taking it out. Kate Gath's third Group 1 win for the night and the fourth Group 1 win for Emma Stewart. Race 9, the last of the Group 1 wins. Race 9 was taken out by Queen Alita, who continued on her great form. She made it seven wins in a row. The back, 29-1, third quarter. Kiang Zina gives a great sight. Two metres in front of Bengals. And now Queen Alita to the outside. She's coming into it quickly. It's Kiang Zina in front. Queen Alita goes up on the outside. Bengals battles on. Kiang Zina grabbed by Queen Alita. The favourite hit the front with 100 to go. And Queen Alita goes on to win another one. Queen Alita first. Kiang Zina a terrific run second. Third Bengals. Uh, yeah, I sort of found... You know, just over the years, um, the best way to get one ones like her beat is to, to burn them off the gate mm. when all the others can get off the gate um, really well but not finish. Um, and sometimes it just brings them undone if you think, you know, most of those probably would have let her go to the lead, but at what cost? So uh, I, I knew she'd be fast enough. She probably wasn't as good today as she was at Maribor, but she's still got the job done. Mm. Oh, she's a beautiful big filly. Uh, she's come from behind at each of her last three wins. She was in for the fight when she had to lift, but she did. She knows where the winning post is and recorded her 11th win from 20 starts. Brent Lilly's second group one for the night, teaming up with Chris Alford on both occasions. Kiang Zina gave a great sight, got a bit keen mid-race, drew inside the back row before finding its way to the top at about the 1600. Fought on hard. Bangles was very good after sitting without cover third, and she sails from a long way back fourth. The other runner in the market, Elderberry and Ursula, made a mistake at the start, and she was never in play. They mile-rated two minutes, point three. On a wonderful program, the last of the night was Group 2 level for the four-year-old mares. 
and it was a terrific race with Margita, who was heavily backed, Techie's Angel, the stable mate, and the 10-time Group 1 winner, Amazing Dream. Angel, who turned for home four metres in front, but Margita is eating into the margin quickly now. It's Techie's Angel tackled by Margita. Margita hit the lead, and tonight was the night. Margita draws away, and Margita wins it. Margita first has beaten Techie's Angel, Amazing Dream third. Maybe the Panthea's fourth, and those are... No, she hasn't had much luck with barrier draws and and, uh, and you know, general race luck of late. So, um, yeah, to, tonight really looked uh, her chance to stand up and be counted. And, um, yeah, thankfully uh, she did the job for us. Majida, she'd gone the longest sequence without winning a race. She was six runs without winning. But her overall record now is 20 wins from 33 starts. What an incredible night for Emma Stewart. She trained six winners on the card. She bookended the program with a Quinella in the first race and a Quinella in the last. And in between, she trained the winners of four Group 1 races. Margita was too good for stablemate Techie's Angel. Surely there's a win in Techie's Angel shortly. She runs along. She carves out brilliant times. Each of her last two starts, she's been run down in the home straight. But she is going terrific. Amazing dream lost no admirers. She was up against some quality mares. An amazing dream is known for her toughness. She's a great staying mare, and she stuck on bravely to run third. She's had a couple of tough runs in her last uh, couple of uh, starts, but she has gone down fighting. And uh, just to switch around in the uh, barrier draws might be the difference before we see her get into the winning list tonight. Nathan Purden had a number of placings on the program, but should be proud of his team. They all performed uh, so well. A fantastic night of uh, harness racing. It was Breeders' Crown Night 2021. We've got plenty to look forward to as the carnival comes up, including what will be an incredible night on the 31st of December. It's obviously New Year's Eve, but it's Vic Bread Finals Night. That's the next big, big night in harness racing with his 12 Group 1 races on the program. Hope you've been able to find a winner. Uh, it was one of the special nights of harness racing. Look forward to your company next Sunday morning on the Mile Rate. Until then, happy harnessing. <laughs>